Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Praise the Lores podcast. And welcome to the podcast, everybody. This week is the week of November 5th, the end of November 5th, the first week of November. And we are going to be talking about some current events that have happened within the last week. Some controversial, but some that have, you know, some dire consequences and stuff. And, you know, we'll go from there. I'm going to try to keep it as sane as possible, and we'll go from there. All right, so the first um, order of business that I want to talk about uh, that was going on in the world this week was... Actually, this is in the sports world, but it, it's extremely, extremely depressing. Henry Ruggs III, who is a wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders, got himself in trouble in uh, Vegas around 3.40 a.m. Actually, no, not 3.40 a.m. So about, yeah, about 3.20, 3.40 a.m. He had crashed his Corvette into the back of a Toyota RAV4. And in that Toyota RAV4 was a woman and her dog. So depressing all around, unfortunately. Um, you know, rest in peace to the girl and her puppy, of course, because that's just... But what's worse is the speeds that Henry Ruggs was going. Henry Ruggs was apparently going 156 miles an hour. He was going, and I believe he hit the car at 127 miles an hour. His blood alcohol level was .161, more than two times the legal limit of .8. He also had a gun. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, really, but, I mean, you know, most athletes these days, they carry... Uh, for protection because you just never know in this world, especially this world nowadays where people hide behind the screen and whatnot. And uh, so when the cops got there, it looks like he showed signs of impairment at the scene when they interrogated him. They checked him out in the, lo- uh, in the local hospital, and he was arrested and booked on charges of DUI and reckless driving. Uh, he was in court this week, his first one. He was in a neck brace and in a wheelchair, and you can totally tell his face is all screwed up from it. And uh, it was not a good good scene. Um, The Raiders released him almost immediately, it seemed, and the judge gave him a $150,000 bond. And, yeah, just first off, why... Why did people do this? Why have people ever done it? I mean, you kind of just... I know when you're drinking, you know, your sense isn't all there. All your, you know, your brain cells, I guess, aren't fully there. But in this day and age, we got Uber, we got Lyft. I mean, you're an athlete, too. I'm sure the NFL gives you... Uh, service to where you're out and you obviously are impaired to drive you can't do it they will do it i mean these guys are worth millions of dollars it's you know they 
I don't know if it's an athlete thing or if it's just kind of like a person, like just an everyday person. They just think their shit don't stink and nothing bad will ever happen to them. But, you know, there's consequences to your dumb actions. And unfortunately, Henry Ruggs, unfortunately, did not intentionally mean to kill this woman and her dog. But he has to live with the guilt now. And unfortunately, it looks like his pro career was over when it just started, basically. He was drafted last year by the the Vegas Raiders. He was him and let me look at this 2020 NFL draft because he was good with a couple of other guys within because the Alabama Crimson Tide, they just, man, they, they just put out players left and right, left and right, left and right. So I believe he, yeah, he was the first wide receiver taken at 12 by the Vegas Raiders. He had an okay rookie season. Well, Jerry Judy was the other one. Okay, he went three picks later. Um, But Henry Ruggs' stats coming into this season. Last year, he started 13 games. Not great stats by any of the imagination. 26 receptions, 452 yards, and two touchdowns. This year, though, he was definitely on the rise. 24 receptions, 469 yards, and two touchdowns in seven games. But it's just it's a shame. When will we ever learn about the dangers of drunk driving, driving under of any influence, really? You're 22 years old, and now your life is just practically over. Like, you worked your ass off to get to the point where you were, and then one little mistake just did it. I mean, I, I want to feel for him. If it were one thing where he just got it, you know, arrested and everything like that, but there, there's unfortunately a dead woman involved and her puppy, especially now that we live in a world where the death of a dog is a little more tragic and, you know, but the girl didn't deserve to die either. No, it's just it's a tragedy all around and... Rest in peace to her. Uh, obviously, we'll see as the time goes on if he will get a lengthy sentence or if he'll just... I My guess is he probably will. They probably won't throw the book at him. Or they'll throw the book at him and just... I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I, I, last I saw in the one of the articles I read was... He, I think he faces up to a year, maybe 20. It it was all over. It was, there's just nothing, nothing to say about it. It's just, oh, and here's another article about it. Hit with five charges. Hit with five charges, four of them felonies. DUI resulting in death, DUI resulting in substantial bodily harm. The injuries to his girlfriend, who was the passenger in his vehicle. And two reckless driving charges, all felonies. Also hit Friday with a misdemeanor charge of possessing a gun under the influence of alcohol. If convicted... Okay, here we go. Now I'm going to go back to it. If convicted on all counts... 
Prosecutors say Ruggs is facing up to 46 years in prison. A mistake, uh, a mistake just gone wrong, unfortunately. And, you know, prayers to her family and, you know, prayers to his family. Hopefully, you know, you know, there's no happy ending to this, unfortunately. So we'll just, you just got to see. Um, now on to another thing that's been kind of making the rounds um, in the sports world, keeping it at sports right now. Um, Aaron Rodgers was ruled out for this Sunday's game against the Kansas City Chiefs, which was I was looking forward to actually watching that game. But um, he was he tested positive for COVID, and the big thing is apparently he wasn't vaccinated. And, you know, in this day and age, God forbid, you know, I mean, I can just go on and on about my opinion with it. No one really wants to hear it, but I just think it's a choice. You know, everyone has the choice to do what they want with their body. Um, it, you know, res- and I'll respect anyone's decision. I'm vaccinated personally, but I just think it's your choice, you know, if you have your reasons and they're valid and not just, oh, I just don't want to do it. I mean, some people have done the research. It's been out long enough to where people could do their research and, you know, go from there. But Aaron Rodgers, going back to Aaron, was ruled out. So he is not vaccinated. And in the NFL, the rule is uh, that he has, to, he has a 10-day minimum. Hold on, got me out of my laptop. A 10-day minimum of quarantine that will keep him out for the Sunday's game, like I said. And then he went on the Pat McAfee show for 46 minutes. He said that he was allergic to two of the three approved, to an ingredient in two of the approved, two of the three approved vaccines, sorry. Um, Moderna and Pfizer. He confirmed that he underwent a treatment designed to raise his immunity and appeal to the NFL that he could be considered vaccinated, but he lost that appeal. This was a quote from Rogers on the show. I believe strongly in bodily autonomy and the ability to make choices for your body, not to have, not to have to acquiesce to some woke culture or crazed groups of individuals who say you have to do something. Rogers said during a lengthy rebuttal to what he suggested was misinformation Reported over the past several days, health is not a one-size-fits-all for everybody, and for me, it involved a lot of study in the offseason. When asked in August whether he was vaccinated, Rogers said, yeah, I've been immunized. So I guess what people's problem in the sports media world, because, you know, got to make something out of, got to make nothing into something. I mean, I remember a day, you know, okay, pandemic, you know, we were all scared in the beginning, but now it's like we know enough to kind of make our own choices and go forward from there. But the thing that I'm getting out of this is people are pissed that he lied and said that he was uh, vaccinated and everything like that. I mean, the guy, as talented as he is, he's not the smartest. He's not the smartest bulb. Um, so I, I think he does like to kind of push the buttons too but 
and especially in this time where we're all at odds, especially when it comes to this stuff, it's just, it's not, it's not good. And then, you know, so he was accused of lying. And he said here on the show as well, first of all, I didn't lie in the initial press conference. Roger said Friday during that time, it was a witch hunt that was going on across the league where everybody in the media was so concerned about who was vaccinated and who wasn't and what that meant and who was being selfish and who would talk about it, what it meant, if they said that it's a personal decision and they shouldn't have to disclose their own medical information. I am with him. I'm going to say that right now. I'm with him. I mean, HIPAA laws, whatever happened to the HIPAA laws and stuff like that. So uh, it's just it's a shame that we've come to this. I just want us to all get along. But And now Rogers is you know, just getting craft for this. This article's um, from ESPN. Just want to give credit for there. It was written by Rob Domofsky, staff writer over there. And then uh, another quote here from Aaron was, and at the time my plan was to say that I had been immunized. It wasn't some sort of ruse or lie. It was the truth, and I'll get into the whole immunization in a second. But had there been a follow-up to my statement that I've been immunized, I would have responded with this. I would have said, look, I'm not some sort of anti-vax flat earther. I am somebody who's a critical thinker. (sighs) I mean, he's going far and far in between to kind of just explain his thing where, you know, I guess, you know, you have to be articulate in your decisions nowadays. So poor Aaron, the the thing that I got out of it, and um, I might sound a little ignorant, I was a little more pissed that I can't start him in fantasy this weekend. He's one of my quarterbacks. Um, I was looking forward to kind of maybe starting him against a pretty bad Chiefs defense that my Giants couldn't even beat. But you know what? It's just... You know, we're all taking, yeah, like me too. I, I had COVID. I had COVID last month, and it sucked. But thank the good Lord that I was vaccinated because I think it could have been worse for me. But I, I think I'm in fairly decent health. But that's besides the point. It, to me, you have every choice to make your own decisions. You know, do the research. Feel what you think is better and best for you. And... Yeah. It's we're all people are just being made out to be devils, saints, whatever you want to call it. And it's the the media. Again, I've talked about the media so much to a point where it's nauseating that I always bring it up. And I feel like it needs to be another topic to where that's never brought up. But they just want to divide us, man. It is so fucking obvious. They want to divide us. Whatever happened to agree to disagree, it really is true. It's a shame. I don't like the world. I, my future kids, whenever that happens, God, God hope uh, soon. I I worry. I worry what world they're gonna come up in. Uh, you know opinions are like assholes everybody has one but it's just kind of like i don't know what what happened to that but i want to get off of that and it's another serious topic here and unfortunately there's not a lot of uh joking to go around on this one 
Um, I'm glad to be back, though. I'm glad to be back to talking to you guys and giving my opinions on everything and just talking about things. But um, Barstool Sports founder Dave Portnoy was um, named in a report that he has a couple of sexual allegations on him, uh, which is not good, especially now since we have been in the Me Too movement for a while where it's kind of a conflicting thing now because you want to believe everybody and i for the most part do try to believe everybody but then there's also the people who are just out for the cloud and for the 15 minutes of fame and for the just the defamation of somebody but trying to get a good article here to talk about it yeah barstool's day portnoy denies non-consensual rough sex in hit piece admit he's scared of cancel culture up, oh, let me get this. Let me get this volume off. Yeah, because this cancel culture is deadly, man. Twitter is the worst things that happen to this world, in my opinion. Twitter and Facebook. Yet, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm a hypocrite because I have both. But it's like whenever you kind of wanna, you wanna be up to date with. You know what's going on in people's lives. You want people to know what your lives are about. You want to find out pop culture things, sports. That's kind of what I go on Twitter for and to promote my page now. Um, but you can get so sucked into this, and it's so bad. You really can get so sucked into it. But back to Dave. He denied excuse me, all wrong any wrongdoing, but admit he's scared of the cancer culture after Insider published a lengthy feature accusing the media mogul of having rough sex with women who regretted it afterwards. I've never done anything weird with a girl, ever. Never anything remotely not consensual, said in a video he posted on his social media. Cancel culture has been coming to me for decades. This is just the next iteration. The woke cancel culture wants to cancel me. I'm scared now. Insider's article... I was literally screaming in pain. Young women said they met Barstool Sports founder Dave Portnoy for sex, and it turned violent and humiliating, including details of a woman's claim that her rape fantasy turned into a traumatic experience once she met Portnoy. Now, this kind of goes back to the Trevor Bauer situation where the rough sex thing happened, and now he is getting in trouble and has uh, the lawsuit on him where he was basically forced to miss the rest of the season because of it. The MLB just kept putting him on administrative leave, administrative leave. Um, and then he eventually just missed the rest of the season, and I believe he's still on administrative leave. But you just when you're a big figure in the public eye, man, you got to watch out for this. I don't know why. I mean... I'm just a normal person, so I would never know, you know? I've been with my girlfriend for seven years, and it's been great, but you just, you got to respect women too, but if the women are, you know, there's boundaries, there's boundaries you got to set, and as a person of this highest stature, because Portnoy is known, you know, I love Barstool, personally. You know, you can call me for what I am. If I'd like Barstool. I find it entertaining. I find a lot of the people there on there very good. Um, a lot of them, their podcasts have inspired me to do my own. But, again, you got to know. You got to read the room, man. It's 
It's not looking good. And whether it's a hit piece, as you labeled it, it could possibly be the case. Who knows? But you got to know what's out there. Anyone could be coming after you. You never know. You just never know. So I don't know. And then going, reading more of the article here. Insider spoke with more than two dozen people with direct experience with Portnoy and Barstool, including eight current or former employees, some women as young as 19 who had no professional connection to Portnoy, recounted having sexually explicit online exchanges with him. Three of these women said they had sex with Portnoy, who's now 44, and now that the encounters turned into frightening and humiliating experience that had taken a toll on their mental health. Insider's Julia Black wrote, who wrote the article. Uh, just, yeah. I don't know, you know, to me, this is just, you, you should know, you should read the fucking room, dude. And I, and I fucked with you, you know, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's, and you don't know what to believe in the media, back to the media again. You don't know what to believe. You want a fair honest story but where are you getting a fair honest story anymore i mean it's usually just one side sometimes and you want to hear both sides so i'm always willing to hear both sides before i ever come to any choice of what i'm making you know but he goes on length on his twitter at sul presidente on twitter if you wanted to watch the videos uh there's two parts one i believe is almost 10 minutes long and then part two, a couple minutes long too. But, you know, you just go on Twitter. Obviously, it's blame game, but, you know, that's the thing. You just, you don't, you don't know. There's uh, there's three sides to every story. Their side, the other side, and the truth. You know, and hopefully that comes out. And I hope these women are okay. If something really did happen, I'm sorry. And, you know, then I would have to definitely... Um, look back and think, you know, why, why did I like, um, this guy and, you know, just, you know, go forward. That's all you can do. You know, you can admit your mistakes and right now, you know, just wait until everything comes out, you know, wait until maybe there's a, a criminal case, something like that. But, you know, just a shame, uh, that this, the world where we're living in and, you know you want to hear good stories every once in a while you hear the good stories but man is life just full of really bad shit especially lately it's a shame all right well i'm gonna give this one a rest this week uh there's enough there was enough depressing stories the three that i already talked about that's enough i think um shout out to um my boy, uh, Jesse, who, if you see him on the live stream, um, I'm wearing one of his hoodies, and I promoted it on my social media for the last couple days since this came in. His artwork, I think, is very abstract. It's very dope. It's very good. Uh, give him a follow on his Instagram at uh, art underscore of underscore driftwood. I will put it also in the bio of the podcast when I put it up. But I just think this is so abstract, man. 
look at his shop too. He just put up some new things. So just give him a, a shout out, give him a look. Guarantee if you like the abstract art, like I do, and just to support a friend, support, you know, independent business and independent artists, anything like that is good. So uh just wanted to give a quick shout out to him. Um thank you guys for listening. Um that is current events week number one. Um hopefully as we go forward there'll be happier stories. I mean we're coming close to the holidays, so that is definitely something that you can think of that will be good. Uh so you might hear good stories. Um maybe no Amazon uh porch pirates and stuff like that. But um some nice little Christmas miracle stories and stuff maybe as we go through out to next month or so. So um y'all have a good night. Um Keep on listening, and we are good from here.